0: And unfortunately for some of the families of babies that are on the smaller side, they're getting bad advice all the time. And a lot of this is still coming from doctors. They'll literally still say things like, oh, your baby's small, you need to start solid foods early so that baby can get some catch-up weight. You guys, you cannot use food, a thing that your baby does not yet know how to eat to help that baby gain weight. If you do have documented or diagnosed growth faltering, you need to be working with a pediatric dietitian to fortify the milk supply. We do not start solid foods early because a baby's small or because a baby's big or because a baby has reflux. For all of these situations that we're covering, we still wait until six months of age, plus when the baby is showing the other reliable signs of readiness to eat. Nutritionally, that's what the baby needs. And from a swallowing safety standpoint, it's imperative that we're waiting until the baby's truly ready. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Can babies start solid foods before they turn six months of age? Now, just because you can shove a spoon of period food down a baby's throat at four months does not mean... That you should. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about why waiting until six months of age and when your baby is showing the other reliable signs of readiness to eat is so important for swallowing safety. The last thing we want is your baby to choke on food because they're not physiologically ready to swallow anything except infant milk yet. I like to start each of these baby-led weaning training episodes with a BLW tip of the day. And today's tip is wait that extra week. Most of the babies that I work with are not sitting on their own at exactly six months of age. Most babies aren't sitting independently until six months plus one week, or six months plus two weeks, or sometimes even six months plus three weeks. But your baby being able to sit relatively on their own, relatively independently, is an important sign of readiness to eat in addition to being six months of age. And hang tight, because I'm gonna be sharing responses To each of the reasons that people usually cite about why they're considering starting solid foods early, I'm gonna give you the actual language that you can use to fend off those people who are pressuring you to start solid foods with your baby early. And maybe you've seen things like, oh, start feeding your baby real food between four and six months of age. I'm gonna explain to you why that is not the current recommendation. And we definitely do want to wait until baby is six months before you start solid foods. Now, what if your babies were born prematurely? I'll tell you a quick story. My own quadruplets were born at, 34 weeks. So the average gestation for quadruplet pregnancies is 28 weeks. And there's about a 50% chance of major handicap with a quadruplet pregnancy. So when I was pregnant with four babies at once, I remember just like every single week I went past 28 weeks was just a miracle. And 34 was as long as they were going to let me go. And I didn't want to push my luck. So my babies were born six weeks premature. When it came time For them, when they turned six months on their six-month birthday, you can bet everyone around me was, oh, those babies need to start eating solid foods. Well, guess what? They weren't physiologically ready. Their chronological age was six months, but their adjusted age was only four and a half months. I had to wait until they were six months plus six weeks because they were born six weeks premature. We tacked that on past the six-month mark. So six months plus six weeks, that's when their adjusted age was six months. And that's when they started- started some of them to sit independently on their own. And that's when some of them were safe enough to start solid foods. So if you have premature babies, make sure you're working from their six-month adjusted age. Now, why does the six-month mark matter, okay? If we look at the World Health Organization, the American Academy of Family Physicians, the American Academy of Pediatrics, they all recommend exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of life. Of course, if you can't breastfeed or you don't want to, or it's not working out and you're doing formula, same thing goes there. Infant milk, meaning breast milk or formula, is sufficient to meet your baby's needs for the first six months of life. So from a nutritional standpoint, please rest assured that your baby is getting all of the nutrition that your baby needs from infant milk up until six months of age. At six months of age is when we start to introduce complementary foods, okay? Complementary, meaning that most of your baby's nutrition is still gonna be coming from infant milk, be that breast milk or formula, even after you start solid foods. Because I know your tendency is gonna be to stress, oh my gosh, my baby's not eating enough or they're not getting enough. But what your baby needs is infant milk to provide most of their nutrition and a lot of time and space to learn how to eat solid foods so that eventually, by the time your baby's 12 months of age, most of their nutrition can be coming from solid foods and just a little From infant milk. So again, babies don't need anything other than infant milk prior to six months of age. And I know some of you might be getting pressure if you have smaller babies. Oh, well, your baby needs to get some catch up weight. I want you to know that starting solid foods early, and early means prior to six months of age, does not help your baby with catch up weight. It's a ludicrous recommendation, and doctors still do it all the time to recommend that a baby use food, something that they don't yet know how to eat to help them gain weight. I did a very important podcast episode with one of the world's leading experts on growth faltering. Her name is Rosan Meyer. She's a PhD dietitian. If you're getting pressure to start solid foods early for catch-up weight, please 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 listen to episode 110. It's called Catch-up Weight: Why Starting Solids Early Will Not Help Your Baby Gain Weight. That's with Rosan Meyer and it will give you all of the information you need about standing your ground, but we fortify infant milk for babies who need ketchup wheat, we don't force them to eat solid foods early. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. In addition to the fact that your baby doesn't need anything from a nutrition standpoint prior to six months of age, babies who cannot sit relatively independently are not safe to swallow anything except infant milk. And because that ability to sit on your own generally comes after the six-month mark, that's why we really, really push the importance of waiting until six months of age to start solid foods. Starting solid foods too early increases choking risk. If you're four or five-month-old who can't sit up on their own yet is forced to eat something besides infant milk and has a choking incident, oftentimes those babies will have negative associations with food and feeding. I don't want you to start off on the wrong foot. Waiting until that six-month mark is so important. So if you're weighing, gosh, is my baby ready to start solid foods? They need to be six months of age. They need to be sitting on their own. And also, Go and listen to the podcast episode I did called Five Things Your Baby Should Be Able to Do Before Starting Solid Foods. That's episode two. It'll kind of go through those signs of readiness to eat in a little bit more detail. Let's talk about objections. Okay, a lot of times outside resources or pressures might be making you think, "Hmm, I want to start early. What about iron needs? Doesn't my baby need to be getting all of this extra iron? No. Your baby got a big chunk of iron from mom at the tail end of pregnancy, and that chunk of iron is good for about the first six months of life. At around six months of life, those maternal iron stores start to dissipate, but it's not like they disappear overnight, you guys. Remember, infant milk, breast milk, or formula is still providing most of your baby's nutrition even during the beginning parts of the weaning period. So yes, I want you to be offering foods that contain iron, naturally occurring sources of iron. I've got tons of them all throughout my 100 First Foods list. But please know that you don't need to be forcing iron foods into your baby, especially prior to six months of age. Your baby will learn how to eat those foods and you will get comfortable making those foods. If you'd like to grab a copy of my 100 First Foods list, I give it away to everyone on my free weekly one-hour video training workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. You can sign up for this week's workshop times. Grab your copy of the 100 First Foods list that has the high iron foods in there. That's all at babyledweaning.co. Sometimes people will tell you, oh, you have a big baby, so your breast milk isn't good enough, or you're not making enough, or you, that baby needs more. And please know that there's absolutely no data to show that starting solid foods early is beneficial for either big babies or small babies. Starting solid foods too early is not nutritionally necessary. And it can increase the risk of choking, which in turn can lead to feeding aversions and their need for feeding therapy. And I want you to avoid all of that. Well, won't starting solid foods early help my baby sleep through the night? I just met with a family on a parent call the other day and the mom had twins and one of the twins, and she said, I learned afterwards that I shouldn't have been doing this, but she was taking cereal and putting it in the bottle. So like rice cereal, putting it in the bottle, a very, very outdated practice that's very dangerous and recommended against by all types of feeding experts out there. We don't put cereal in baby's bottle. First of all, the only thing that should go in a baby's bottle is infant milk. When you put the cereal in the bottle, what you have to end up doing is kind of cutting open the nipple so it can flow through there, which is a huge choking risk. You want your baby to learn how to eat oatmeal. You offer it from a preloaded spoon when your baby is six months of age and seated safely in their high chair doing a couple tablespoons of cereal has never been demonstrated to help your baby sleep through the night. There's a lot of misinformation out there about sleep and sleep schedules and starting solids early. In episode 146, we talked all about setting your baby's sleep schedule when you're starting solid foods. That's with Aubrey DeBeer. She has a PhD. I really recommend listening to that if you're getting pressure about making changes to food or feeding to affect your baby's sleep because she shares a lot of the data. And then she also dispels a lot of myths about food and sleep, and putting cereal in a bottle is one of them. Just don't do it. All right. What about if my baby has reflux? Sometimes you'll hear, oh, babies who have reflux need to start solid foods early. And reflux is like baby GERD, right? Like if gastroesophageal reflux disease. And parents will say, oh my gosh, my baby has GERD and I need to start solid foods. And I read that starting solid foods early helps these babies. It does not, okay? Same situation applies even to babies with GERD. And I've got a great episode for those of you who have babies with GERD, episode 182. I interviewed Dr. Peter Liu. We talked all about just starting solid foods early, help babies with reflux. Go listen to that episode. But the answer is you're not going to want to start solid foods early, even if your baby has GERD. And he gives you a lot of good advice there for how to manage GERD, but it's not with starting solid foods early. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, but I'll be right back. So are there any instances where starting solid foods prior to six months of age may be beneficial? Yes, there's one very, very, very tiny subset of the infant population where research shows it may be beneficial to start solid foods before six months of age. New data and updated guidelines regarding the introduction of peanuts indicate that for babies who are at high risk for peanut allergy, They may benefit from early introduction of peanut foods between four and six months of age. Now, let's get clear on who is in the high risk for peanut allergy category. Your baby is considered to be at high risk for peanut allergy if your baby A, already has an established egg allergy, or B, has severe eczema. So, egg allergy and or severe eczema. And I'm not talking run-of-the-mill eczema like all babies have. We're talking about severe eczema where you're seeing a pediatric dermatologist, you're probably already seeing a pediatric allergist and you've been advised, listen, starting peanut early may be beneficial for this baby. So this is a very, very small percentage of the babies who are in the high risk for peanut allergy category. That recommendation is to start peanut protein between four and six months of age. And this is where it gets a little bit dicey because it's not entirely clear if starting at four months of age is more protective against peanut allergy than six months of age. So my recommendation is start peanut protein at six months of age with your baby who's in the low risk or the moderate risk category for peanuts. I have lots and lots of content on the podcast and on my YouTube channel about how to do peanuts safely for babies. But if your baby is in that high risk for peanut, Allergy category, you should consult with your primary care practitioner about the safest way for you to start peanut protein only for your baby. The rest of the foods you should wait until the baby is six months of age to start. So I hope this episode has been helpful to those of you who may be feeling pressure to start solid foods early. I promise you it is always safer and certainly more fun to feed a baby who's really ready to start solid foods. And I want to end with one quick story. My friend has three kids, her youngest they started solid foods after six months of age. Her first two, they started at four months of age. And unfortunately, her older two children are incredibly picky eaters. So she had a little bit of a gap between baby two and three. And she said, gosh, Katie, if I ever get pregnant again, I'd love to do baby led weaning because we're really struggling with picky eating in our household. And I know you're always talking about one of the benefits of baby led weaning is that it can lead to less severe picky eating. And so with this particular baby, they waited until she was six months plus two weeks of age. That's when she was sitting up on her own to start solid foods. And she just told me the other day, wow, this is such a remarkable difference because I can tell she's really ready and wants to start solid foods. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Wait that extra week. You're not missing any major milestones. I want you to have fun feeding your baby. I want your baby to have a safe transition to solid foods. And if you wanna learn more about Baby led Weaning for Beginners, be sure to sign up for that free one hour online video training I teach called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. I'll show you a lot more tips for giving your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. You can sign up for this week's workshop times. It's where you also get the 101st foods list. That's all at babyledweaning.co. Again, head to babyledweaning.co. The show notes for this episode are at blwpodcast.com nine. And a special thanks to our partners at Airwave Media. If you like podcasts that feature fun and food and science and using your brain, check out Airwave Media. Check us out online at blwpodcast.com I'll see you next time. Bye now. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds, like ocean waves and crackling fires. every night.